this is Running Free with JH. I hope you're all doing fun and having a blast. Fun times is always good to have. At least for me, I enjoy it just as much as the next person. Uh, today is my weekly check-in. It's it's Sunday, December, Sunday, January 13, 2019. And I'm outside a little bit, just check, checking out the weather. It's actually pretty warm today compared to other days. And But it's one thing that I've noticed about here in Vegas. You do have some cold mornings, especially in the winter. And then the heat does come when it comes summer. Summer here, over 100, definitely something that happens. So this week has been a very interesting week. I did my first long run yesterday. It was a blast. I, was, I averaged around a roughly... 749 pace was the average. Some of the miles were, were slower. Some of the miles were faster. I keyed in. The biggest problem I had this week was actually not running issues. It was watch issues, believe it or not. So I have used a Garmin for as long as I can remember when it comes to running. I never even heard of a GPS running watch until I found one at Roadrunner Sports and just outside of Thousand Oaks in Ventura County when I used to live, was stationed up there and I was getting into run, the running scene back then trying to actually, I never ran over 10 miles at that point. And I would just run around the base. To, I'd run, use my regular stopwatch on, on my regular watch that I would have had start, stop and had splits. And that was basically it. And I would just go and I would just know that, okay, if I go from here to here, it's five minutes from there to there, it's 10 minutes. And if I did the whole run, that'd be 40 over here, maybe 50 an hour. And I would just do it that way. Never occurred to me to have an actual, GPS watch to track my miles and everything. Just never did. So my first GPS watch was a 305 Garmin, the big red, thick red brick. That's the one that came with the um, heart rate strap, heart rate monitor. And I've had had that watch for a long time. And actually, it's one of the funny ones that most people actually uh, remember. But it's one of the first, first generations that I can ever recall. I don't remember anyone before that. Maybe there was. And if you out there do know of of any that are out there before. You can always let me know. Yeah, I'm going to start walking away from this. I'm doing a walk around my neighborhood right now as I do this podcast. It's a very good neighborhood. Anyway, so I was, I got the Forerunner and I've had that. And every time it breaks or I, I destroy it through the water, because back then those waters, those waters, excuse me, the watches weren't waterproof. They weren't. And I tried to run in the rain, destroyed them. And I, I would start buying them on Amazon. I don't know when Amazon really started going the way it is right now. I remember Amazon a little bit with books and stuff back in the day, but I do remember getting them on Amazon. I've tried to get them at cheaper cheaper prices. When I first bought the watch, it was like three fifty, I think, back in the day. That was two thousand and what five six time frame. But since then, I've been trying not to get because I discontinued the three hundred fives, and now the three hundred fives. There's only a few handful hand. There's only about a handful of them left on Amazon that I can find. And I found some 205s. So I bought a 205, but I've had that for a while. But the battery is not lasting. I tried to do my first tempo run this week outside on the track. And I got the two miles in. I was doing fantastic. The first lap was just about, about 646. Second mile was about two, uh, 640, 42, 41. And I felt great. I'm like, oh, it feels so awesome to be outside, and I was so excited about it. The problem happened is right around the mile two marker, the watch goes out. Now, I've been doing these outdoor runs uh, for the past uh, week or so, and I had some issues before I started going indoors. And I should get away from, get away from the heat, get away from the rain, get away from the, the wind. 
and I was just using a stopwatch to do the laps. So I didn't have to worry about the, Gar- the Garmin. But, but the 205 was having battery issues back then. I just never addressed it. But I would be able to last the whole hour of run, and I didn't worry about too much because I didn't worry about having the light on. And when the light is on, because when you're trying to do a fast pace on a track, if it's tempo, if it's intervals, whatever it is, you want to know your pace. And that's kind of what I was looking at. Would I just go for a recovery run, an easy run, and I don't worry about the pace? I, I, don't, I don't put the watch time on at all. I just kind of run. And if I, go, if I go by someplace I need to look at it and it's a little dark, I might turn it on for a little second, turn it off. Or I might just wait for a light that comes by, shows me the light, and I go that direction. It just depends what I feel. So that was the biggest big issue I had this week. And I had to, I had to get a, a new watches. So the new watches I got this week were, I got another 205, because that one is the one I know. But I, I told myself, I need to start upgrading. Because these refurbished ones, are, they're almost obsolete. You can't get them as many anymore. Apparently, there's only a few extra. And there's going to come a day where I can't get it back. So I have to start experimenting with new watches. And I didn't want a Fitbit just because I don't know them. <laughs> Never tried them out. I kind of trust the Garmin's a little bit right now because it's all I know. And it's maybe a little bias from lack of using the other ones. But after doing all the research I did on reading, using YouTube videos, I came and decided, because I was about to get the, the 35 because it was 80 bucks. I was like, don't be cheapskate. <laughs> don't be cheapskate. So I actually found the one that's a little bit, uh, I didn't want to spend 400. Uh, frankly, my budget is a little too tight for that. But I did find I did spend about two thirty. I got it on Prime because I have Amazon Prime, so it helps. I bought the two thirty five Garmin two thirty five, and so far, I like the watch. Um, what I'm doing right now is I bought both of them, so I have the Garmin, the Garmin um, two hundred five, which cost me like fifty bucks <laughs> with Prime, and then just two two thirty cost me for the right, so just under three hundred. But I have two watches now because I always like to have a backup. Um, I didn't have backup for my last one, which is what caused me to be in the trouble in the first place. But now I have the backup, and I am so static that I have the backup now. That's good. So now if one goes down, I'm still testing out the new the new 35, and that's where I'm at right now with that. Um, I noticed that the 235 does not have your pace correctly added to it. And I started to notice about this of other watches out there. I don't know if any of you know this, but you're having issues with the watch and the pace. Most of them are set for 10 seconds or five seconds per pace, which means if you're running, say, a 7.57 mile pace, it's going it's to either show you a 7.55 or an eight-minute mile pace. It's not going to show you a 7.57. And I, the reason I know that is I experienced it. I experienced that today, um, and I experienced it yesterday, and I experienced it the other, the other times I started using it. I've only had the watch for, what, three days now? The 235, but I'm able to have the 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 757 pace time on my on my Garmin 205. Um, I'm gonna do the podcast on the difference on the of these Garmin issues. I just wanted to say that I'm testing them out. I'm wearing two watches right now as I run because I want to see some things first. I'm gonna get onto that. But that's the big change that happened this week. The other big change that happened this week with my running was fabulous. First long run yesterday, hit my points of where I wanted to be. I ran a short 10 miles. The goal was 10 miles, but I feel like I can, I can do 11. And I always say that when you do your long run, when you first start out starting this, so if, you're, if your longest run is like four miles, your longest your longest um, long run should be three miles, a minimum of three miles after that. So it should be seven. So since my long run, my longest run right now is eight miles, it, I, I, was, I wanted to see what I could do. I did 10, possibly 11. Has some issues with some traffic <laughs> and everything like that. So I decided, okay, we're going to do 11 miles next week, and that's where we're going to go. 
that's a big change right there. And I do have the track I want to run at, and I do. I run my tempos on the track because here where I live, I'm outside the city, it's hard to get a tempo run that's pretty fat, flat with, without a lot of elevation. elevation evol- when you're altitude, you don't want to go from 200 feet above sea level to 300 above sea level quickly and drop up and down in your elevation too much. And that's what happens where I'm at. We're in a bowl in this city is what I've noticed. It's it's not it's not too bad when it comes to running very slow for recovery runs or, or just easy runs. But you're trying to do a tempo or do splits and everything that's fast without worrying about too much elevation change is very hard. So I found the track is always the best place because, you know, it's flat and you can get times down because basically you want to do speed. Speed work is good on flat areas. When you want to do hill work, that's fine. You can do hill work. You can do easy recovery. So I, I found the track that's not too far from where I live, where it works fantastic. And I, I, I tested it out, even though my Garmin did go out at two, at two miles in. And get this. So my Garmin went out at two miles in. I was on pace. You know, it was a two, <laughs> a two, <laughs> see that two, at two miles in, right? First mile was 640, 646, just about 647, just about, just under. And the second one was at 246, 42. And I did the I did the last three mile uh, the last um, two mile I did and I had to do it by feel which means the intensity I was in I had to keep it up and hope that I was running the same pace and that's where I was at and I did the whole four miles of the tempo because I was the goal was to do four to five and I just did the four because I didn't know what pace I was running and I didn't know if I was going too fast too slow so I decided to do four the goal tomorrow and from now on is going to be to do five mile tempos every single time I do the do my fast pace that's the goal going forward. Uh, we're gonna. We're, if I have to adjust, we have to adjust uh, the time. So right now we're gonna go out. Um, since I did feel so good on those two miles, and I felt good yesterday on my long run today, uh, and, and everything. So I'm gonna go out. Sorry, I'm gonna get back up here real quick. I did so good on. I felt so good on the, on the two miles I did. I, I do think I could have done two more miles at that pace, and 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 I do think I could have done another fifth mile, and brought it home the gold. Very good pace. I, that's what I think. So we're gonna we're gonna drop down to a a 6:45 to the first mile, just see how it feels, and then hit the second mile, and then adjust from there. That's kind of how I'm gonna go out with that. Uh, today was actually a very interesting run because when I when I changed my first marathon, I ran a San Antonio marathon about 10 years ago before I ran Boston, and what I did was I would always have one day off, and I looked at all the elites, and they actually don't have days off. A lot of them, a lot of them just keep going. Some do, some don't. And I was like, okay, I know my body feels fantastic when I have a day off. I feel great. But I said, okay, let's let's try some things. This is uh, where I'm experimenting. This whole thing, this whole 2019 is all about experimenting. I should get a picture of all the new nutrition I'm actually taking in now. I bet a whole year supply of of some things. And I should get a picture of it. And as I said, I'm working with nutritionists to get that on point. And that's going to be good as well. But um, I decided that I'm gonna I'm gonna run on Sundays instead of having the day off. My long runs are on Saturday, and so Sundays would be my day off, right? And so I said, let's go very very slow. Let's try to do two and a half three minutes slow, or even slower. If that's what happens. let's do four miles. I ran just under six. It was very very slow, and that's what, that's why the Instagram post of, this, of today shows very very slow. I called it the very slow recovery run. <laughs> that's what it was. If you know how hard it is to go so slow, when, when to your body. If you're not used to running, nine-minute mile pace feels super hard. But someone who's running in the sixes and the fives and the fours or whatever your pace is that's fast, nine-minute mile pace feels slow. It's like you're like you feel like you can go backwards and you can talk a storm. You can have a joke in, a joke session with your friends. You can have a good conversation. 
And that's kind of what it was. It was just a nice recovery jog, just kind of get, get the blood flow. That's all it was for. And that's actually what the purpose was. And I'm, ram- I'm rambling a lot, but um, it was a good week overall. And I want to say that, a matter of fact, that I actually feel good about what's going to be happening this year. I like the fact that I'm taking this challenge on and that the goal is going to, I think, achieve. I'm at, basically I'm at 6.45 is kind of where I'm at right now. And the goal was to break under five minute uh, mile pace for four five mile, which is to try to do a 4.59, a 24 minute, 59 seconds for five miles. And I think that's doable within 12 months. It probably can be doable and under. We're going to see what happens. We're going to take it each day. Uh, that means making sure um, the, food, the food is on, the nutrition's on, the sleep is on every time. Make sure everything's productive well there. The sleep is definitely dialed in, which means if you know you need to go to bed, you get your butt in bed, right? If I need to make sure that I have stuff outside there, I do things outside when it comes to like um, going for a walk, going for grocery stores, going for things at work. I have to plan things out to make sure everything's wrapped around. So Because my number one priority, besides going to work and making a living, is to get this running thing off the, off the ground. That's my number one priority. And I have to make them my number one priority. And that means everything has to revolve around this. And I actually think it's a good challenge. It's very weird because there's no parties at midnight down down someplace, at some nightclub or anything. There's no getting crazy with food when it comes to like, let's go eat a whole cheesecake or whatever, right? There's none of that. There's none of this, uh, let's go drink a bottle of scotch or whatever. There's none of that stuff. It's gotta be on point. That's what has to happen. And so I've made it a priority and a mission for this year to get these runs dialed in. And my, my, my main goal overall, I think I, want, I, would like, I would like to go after the world record when it comes to the half marathon, mainly because no one else is doing it. No one else is thinking about it. Everyone's all about the marathon, the two-hour barrier. But no one is about at all trying to do anything when it comes to the – the half. So that's what I'm making most of my plans for. It's going to be that. And that's okay. I think it's a good plan to have. And I kind of feel like I'm going to be under the radar because no one knows I exist. <laughs> and that's kind of where my brain's at. Anyway, I hope you enjoy this check-in for this week. And we're still in the beginning of January still. We're basically second weekend in. It's been a very good week. And now that I know that I have the, good, the new watches in, I'm outside finally. Oh, that's another thing I forgot to tell you about. I'm finally outside running every day. It's cold. I'm wearing my hat, the gloves. You, you see in the photographs when it comes to the Instagram pages. It's there. You can see them on Instagram, Facebook. They're all there. It's. I'm out there making sure everything's done right. So I make, I make sure I can't, I can't run inside a treadmill or run inside on an indoor track forever. I got to get out there and, and do everything in, in the wind, in the cold. If it's rainy, I gotta get out there with it, with all the other people, and so I am. This was the first week being outside, first week being in the cold. I'm dealing with watches that don't work, dealing elevation changes. So it was a very interesting first week out. I have to say, it's lovely, lovely to be back, and I do look forward to seeing what 52 weeks is gonna do. That's 52 more. 52. It's 52 long runs. <laughs> 52 weeks. That's a, if you think about it, it's 104 tempo runs. A lot can change in a year. I look forward to, to sharing it all with you all. You take care. Have a good night. And follow me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Tumblr.
running free with JH and also running free with JH at gmail.com. Let's have a conversation. Have you guys take care. Have a good night.